Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It is a final in Miami, and the results are... Again, are not good. A 6-1 loss in game one of this three-game weekend set. And welcome, everybody. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Here on the fan, as always, after the last pitch, you make the switch. And here we go again. It's at six now. Losing streak. They haven't won since last Saturday night. Now it's been a week. Six straight. When does it stop? Spin the wheel. Nobody knows when this thing is going to stop. Does it, does it stop tomorrow? Adrian Hauser on the hill for the crew. But it's about the offense. It's not about necessarily this pitching. Although the pitching has had, taken their lumps early in games as of late. But mm, mm, mm. Jeff Orlowski, the Polish pipe bomb, is here. My name is Tim Allen. And uh, we'll always uh, accept some conversation about Brewers baseball with you guys if you choose to do so. 414-799-1250. Offense uh, puts up a whopping one run, and uh, they they, uh, give up a grand slam on, on the pitching side of things. Fourth grand slam given up by this team since Sunday. And that wouldn't be such a bad thing if you got your own fair share of uh, three run homers, two run homers, maybe a grand slam sprinkled in there as well. But you're just not getting that. You're not getting much of anything. And we'll discuss that tonight as it seems like such a helpless, futile feeling when you have an offense that isn't hitting. It's not the first time an offense goes into a funk. Not you know, certainly going to be the last time that a particular team's offense goes into a funk. But I'm just wondering, are there things that can be done? I'm sure they're working hard. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you'd you'd be a fool to think they're not working hard on this thing. But are there things additionally that can be done to get, you know, just kickstart this offense a little bit? You always seem to think that it's, you know, sometimes it's that one big hit. 
that, that gets an offense going, either individually or, or collectively as a team. You, know, you get a couple of runners on, and maybe you, you, you find one, and, and it's a three-run home run. And then you're just off and running, and, and you never look back. Yeah, that's part of the season. Uh, it's part of a long, long-term deal with an offense. They're going to go into a little bit of a slide here and there, but you know, now we're, we're back on track here. You could say that they're, they need to get healthy. That definitely is toward the top of my list. You just got to get healthy. And, and really, that is controlled by just circumstance. Uh, so is, is there a lineup reconstruction that can be done here? Is there a roster move or two that can be done here? Is there, well, you could go on the fun side of things too and say, well, then maybe they need a, um, you know, a group hug. Uh, maybe they need, they are in, uh, Miami, by the way, maybe they need to just go out as a team and just, just have some fun somewhere. I mean, again, at some point they're going to have to break through because it doesn't get much easier. Two more against Miami, three against the Cardinals, three against the Atlanta Braves. I mean, this, this, I don't know how long it's going to last here. I mean, you keep thinking that it's, they're, they're going to come out of this thing offensively. And again, now you're 17 and 16. Now you're eyeballing that 500 or, dare I say, under 500 win-loss record. You had a 17 and 10 mark driver's seat. You were a hot streak away from really putting a pedal down here in the first couple of months of the season. But that's how this, this game can humble you. And it, it is certainly uh, humbling a Craig Council-led Milwaukee Brewers team. This is challenging. There's no question about it. 414-799-1250 as the Brewers fall uh, in game one of this three-game set. And, uh, it, you know, again, a bullpen game. And, it, you know, sometimes... You're behind the eight ball when you're subjected to do that. I mean, I know it's uh, been done the last few handful of years here that, you know, once in a while you got to give that rotation a breather. You got to you know, maybe go a bullpen game to realign things a little bit. But, you know, Brent Suter, I'm not sure that that was the right guy to start a bullpen game when you got him on track in, in, in the bullpen. I mean, that's, that's about the only gripe I would have with Brent Suter starting this game is you, you had him on a roll. Now he rolls out there, and he goes two and a third, allows three runs on four hits with a walk. And so, I, you know, maybe a Patrick Weigel should have started this game. Zimmerman. I mean, the Bettinger thing, I don't know if I'd have went there, but Jordan Zimmerman may have gotten the call if it were my choice. A guy that's had success, obviously, but I think with the pitching staff, especially the bullpen, leave them be. Don't mess with that thing that's going right. Let's get into our game recap here. If you want to join the show, 414-799-1250. Some ideas to get the offense going. It can be some crazy ideas. It can be some legitimate ideas. I've got some ideas. Some are crazy. Some are legitimate. But you can't just continue to do the same thing. 
losing streak is at six games here. You're going to have to try something a little bit different. You know, sitting uh, Travis Shaw again, just simply because it's a lefty. Again, I, I, I know Craig Council loves this whole matchup thing. But you're going to have to start to get some sort of continuity, some sort of chemistry going if these guys aren't coming back. If Yelich isn't coming back, if Omar is, well, Omar's uh, far closer. But some of these guys, it's gonna, it may be a while. So what, I mean, what do you do to kickstart that offense? Serious question, as well as sort of a fun question, too. I don't know, take them to a dance club, that kind of dance club, tonight, in Miami, right now. Shower up, boys, we're going out. Everybody's going out tonight. We're going to have a group hug, and then we're all going out. Something to take the mind off of it. This, uh, you know, when, when you're in a, a, a slump like this as a team, I think a lot of us would agree to a point, but we would agree that, in large part, this is this is a mental situation. That it just gets to you. And you get the table set with runners aboard, and it's just someone makes a great play on you. You know, you you you, you find the barrel, finally, all right, this is gonna break through, and then someone makes a grab on you. That can just grate on you a little bit. So oftentimes, what a manager would do. Let's take your minds off of it. Lighten up. Loosen up. Or let's go extreme the other way. A hitting coach goes crazy. A manager has been known to throw a little bit of a tirade to get going. You don't have to do it in front of microphones or cameras. I mean, you could do it behind the scenes. I don't think that's Craig Council's style to do that, so I would, I would definitely rule that out but maybe a player. I've got a couple of interesting ideas too. Who could be a guest speaker? <laughs> Just, hey, what are you doing here? I'm here to talk to you guys about lightening up a little bit. 414-799-1250. Ideas just to get that offense going. Let's let's talk about that. First inning tonight into our recap. Uh, Brewers go strikeout, strikeout, pop-up. Wong, Kane, Taylor to the bottom. This tells you what kind of situation the Brewers are in. They have Tyrone Taylor as their three-hitter today. I mean, again, we like Tyrone Taylor, right? We do. Most people do. Finding barrel, holding his own, mature. But there's a guy that can do some heavy damage to lengthen a lineup when he's hitting sixth and seventh. He's thrust into the three spot, guys. He's hitting three. Typically, your best hitter is going two, three. Ah, just saying. So, uh, in the uh, bottom half of the uh, first inning, Marlins get on the board. What else is new? The Brewers trail early. Lead off base hit off Suter, then a strikeout, and he gets a ground out. Uh, fielder's choice, runner at second base. Then a pass ball by Nottingham. He just simply dropped the ball. Uh, that runner moves to third, and then Duvall knocks him in with a base hit. Urias, right there in that first inning, he's got to make that play, guys. I, I know it was was a hit, 
on the official score, but that's just a play he's got to make. He's got to knock it down at the very least. It's one zip into the second inning. Billy McKinney, a two-out base hit in the second, nothing for the crew, and Suter gives up a uh, two-out flare base hit in the bottom of the second inning, does not allow a run to the third inning one zip. Brewers offense, some effort in that third inning, leadoff double by Nottingham. However, Brent Suter in a bunt attempt does not get the runner over. Uh, He is thrown out at first. Nottingham had to hold right there. Colton Wong draws a walk, bringing up Lorenzo Cain. Two on, one out, and he works it full. Strikes out looking for the second out to bring up Tyrone Taylor. Two on, two out. Taylor strikes out to end the threat. Five strikeouts uh, through the first three innings uh, for the Cruz offense. Yeah, Suter, some trouble in the third inning. Leadoff base hit. Then a deep fly out for the first out, followed up by a base hit. First and third, just the one out. And then there's a little meeting on the mound, and he's grabbing at his calf, and it looks like cramping was the report we got, and he's got to leave the game. First and third, one out. Uh, Patrick Weigel to enter the game. Weigel walks the first man he faces, Duvall, and he pays for that, Isan Diaz. Grand slam again, five zip, game over. You know it was over, right? Absolutely. I mean, we all kind of felt it was over. You get down four, five, six runs with this team, it's okay to say it's over because of the way the offense is is, uh, handling themselves. It's five to nothing. Uh, Weigel gets a strikeout and a strikeout to finally get out of that mess. Uh, but it's five zip damage done into the fourth inning. Two and a third for Brent Suter. Four hits, a walk, three runs later. Brewers down. Brewers battling back in the fourth inning. How about this? After one out, a uh, two base error off the bat of Luis Urias. And I don't know what the official score is looking at there. Dude had to run a ways to go after the ball, slides to try and catch the ball. And that's ruled an error? No, they changed it to a double. I know that. Okay. Yeah, I know that. But get 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 off yourself. That was an error right from the start. I don't know why in, why in the world, uh, or uh, hit from the start, why in the world that would be ruled an error after looking at it, even live, just the live look at it, let alone some replays that he could get. They later, as Jeff said, yes, they later changed that uh, to a hit. Good for uh, Luis. Um but Billy McKinney then worked a walk. Two on, one out. Are they going to battle back? Well, they start right here with Pablo Reyes. And Reyes hits a bullet into left center field, a base hit. Duvall will play it back to the infield. They're going to wave Reyes, and he will score. Throw gets away. Man, that is a risky sin by Jason Lane. Yes, it was. But Urias scores the run. The Brewers have one on the board in this fourth inning. A pretty good relay throw right there from Rojas. They nearly got him. Made it 5-1 to one right there. Are the Brewers going to be on the comeback trail? Nottingham up. Still just the one out. He works it full, but a shallow fly ball for the second out. Vogel back now to pinch hit in that pitcher spot. And he rolls over on one for the final out. Brewers on the board in the fourth, 5-1. to one. Is there a comeback in them? Alec Bettinger in to pitch the fourth inning. 
And he gives the run right back to the Marlins all after two out, back-to-back, doubles, played that run, 6-1, to one, still down five into the sixth inning, 1-2-3 for the crew. Bettinger, a scoreless uh, frame, 1-2-3 uh, for the crew again in the sixth inning, 6-1 six, to the bottom. Bettinger back out there for his third inning in relief and pitches a scoreless uh, inning again. How about that? A pair of strikeouts. Getting late, seventh inning, uh, Bettinger, three innings of work here, just a one run given up. There's a positive. One, two, three for the crew in the seventh. A couple of more strikeouts. They had eight on the night uh, to that point, to the bottom. Let's see. Uh, Jordan Zimmerman enters the game, scoreless bottom of the seventh inning. Uh, holding pattern, 6-1 into the eighth inning. One, two, three in order again for the crew in the eighth inning. 14 consecutive Brewers retired offensively Zimmerman on for the eighth inning leadoff double then a run scoring base hit but overturned on uh, replay Lorenzo Kane throws him out ground ball and a fly out ends that threat Brewers more effort in the ninth inning I mean you give I guess this sounds like such a, a inferior sort of comment but I guess if you're if you're trying to reach and stretch for positives, they have been getting base runners in the ninth inning throughout this losing streak, for Ooh. what it's worth. I hate even saying that. <laughs> hit by pitch uh, to Garcia. Base hit by Urias. Two on, one out. Billy McKinney uh, barrels one up. But uh, once you know it, right to center. Shaw pops it up. And uh, Nottingham. Uh, works at full and strikes out to end the ball game. 414-799-1250. Let's get in a little bit of reaction before our break here. Brewers fall six in a row. How to get the offense back on track is what we're talking about. And it comes down to this in a, in a more pragmatic sort of answer. Is there even anything they can do? Because that might be where they're at. I, I always feel there's something that can be done. It's just how drastic you want to go with it. It's how extreme you want to go with it. How out of the box you want to go with it. But man, you frittered away a, a plus seven, 17 and 10 record. You did it in a week. Normally it takes several weeks to lose that to a decent team. 799-1250, Mike. Uh, you're on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin post-game show. What's going on, Mike? Hey, Tim. I'm doing all right. I didn't watch a ton of the game tonight, so I, I guess uh, I guess I made the right choice. But um, let's clarify here. The offense is not in a slump. It's been horrible for a season and a month, <laughs> okay. month now. So I, the, the sad fact is it's just not very good. But the reason why it, and the reason I don't think there's much you can do is the whole offense is only going to be successful if you have a healthy, productive Yelich and a productive Hira. That's what the whole offense is built around, is those guys in the middle of the order. And they haven't gotten any of it the last two years. Can you rely on it? I mean, I don't know if you can rely on Yelich getting – I mean, with it with a back injury like that, who knows? And I don't think Hira has enough track record in the majors to assume – you know, I can't imagine he's going to be this bad, but – 
Um, so they can shuffle everything they want, and, and maybe it'll work for a game or two. But mm-hmm. unless those guys are healthy and productive, I, I, this I think this offense is just going to be really, really bad. Well, okay, and and you might be right because of the offensive structure being out of their roles. That that's why. I mean, you're well, not you with, with Taylor. I mean, you you hit it on the head. Tyrone yeah. Taylor's fine as a six, seven, eight hitter, but when you have batting third. That's a huge problem. That's a huge problem, and and part of that uh, is derived from the health. You're right. You're you're right. The offensive health has to be there. But Keston was a big part of that, and he still can be, and probably in my sure. estimation will be. But well, Mike, yeah, not yeah he uh, can't be. It's but it's a concern. I mean, it's a huge concern. If he's not, uh, if he's not productive, they're in trouble. They're in big trouble. Yeah, yeah, they might be. All right, Mike, good stuff. That That's excellent points, excellent points. See, when when you're counting on Jackie Bradley Jr. to be a five-hitter or you're counting on Tyrone Taylor to be a three-hitter, your two and three the other day was Vogelback and Taylor. I don't mind any either one of these guys at the six-seven spot. With Taylor a spot start, that that's what what this comes to. Jacob Nottingham is nowhere near the hitter Omar Narvaez is. Luke Maley, he's a backup catcher at best. No offense, Luke, I love you, buddy. But I, you see where I'm going here. You you lose Omar Narvaez as well as Manny Pena. I. Uh, you have Garcia finding himself a little bit here. You do, and that's good. I expected that. Travis Shaw has been pretty solid. Really has been. Lorenzo Kane starting to, starting to get it together here. I mean, all of these moving parts. But when you're without Yelich, Narvaez, and a hitting Keston Hira, that's some damage done to your lineup. That's just some damage done. And Kane. these guys, we have to understand this. You we, said we, Kane is starting to get it together after he well, goes he's three, o, o three for, for eight, three three for eight coming into this game, hitting a buck eighty four. Yeah, grand total, but three for eight coming into this game with a homer. Woo! So three for twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Not great, but still coming into this game was finding himself and still is. You can deal with an 0 for 4, but you can't deal with 6 0 for 4s. Someone's going to go 0 for 4 on a nightly basis. This is the nature of the beast. Uh, Chris at 414-799-1250, what do you do to get the offense going? All right, two things I want to say. One thing, most importantly, uh, baseball season is a marathon, not a sprint. We all got to remember that. That's really important. Uh, the other thing is, as it pains me to say, I, I, I'd say pick up the phone and call Ryan Braun. Check on his availability, see if he's willing to come back for part of the season to help out. And then another thing, too, would be uh, maybe throw some money out there and get pools in town. Uh, we know he's hitting at least 220, and he can hit some home runs with guys on base. I mean, these are all things, you know, these are things I think that would help. We need that, would, that would, Chris, and I'll keep you right here to respond. 
the Pujols thing, think about this. And then that would be fine. Okay, so you, you have a righty-lefty platoon with Vogelback. Right. What it does put sort of a, a death sentence to Keston Hero's 2021 campaign, doesn't it? Unless Wong well, gets hurt, he's, Keston he's will not be here. He's already pretty much shot. He's in the, where is he right now? Yeah, he's, he's, he's in the minors. Bros. He's in the minors because he can't hit. But, and but they're, it, they're, it hurts me to say that, too, because I love the kid. But, yep. you know, we got to get guys that can hit with men, men on base. You got to bring in some scrappy old vets. Do it. You know, it, it's it's turning into that. We got to get some guys that can get the ball and play. Okay, good enough. There's, there's, there's a good response to how do you get the offense going. Chris, thanks for the call. Some scrappy old veterans in. It's not such a horrible idea. And I had made a list about mid-game when I knew this game was over. It was 6-1. to one. Um, and, and, and it has scrappy veteran. It doesn't have the, that term. Something similar, though. The Pujols thing, remember, it's going to say Keston is pretty much gone for the year unless there are more injuries. That's just the way... Where are you going to play him? 414-799-1250. It can be a fun answer because the fun stuff has been known to break, you know, break through and, and get an offense going. Take their mind off things. It can be a serious answer. But, but it's just they have to do something. Just this offense is just brutal. It's brutal. 799-1250. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Here after a Brewers six straight loss, six won the final. We'll be right back. 1250 AM, the fan and Odyssey station. Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove on the fan. Call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250 AM, The Fan. Yeah, trying to figure out how to get this offense going or is there anything they can do. 799-1250 as they fall again, their sixth consecutive loss. Six is the losing streak now. Two more in Miami, three in St. Louis, three in Atlanta. This thing could snowball guys it could and i don't know if uh there's any any magic wand you could you could just wave around this offense maybe there is how about some extra bp i would think that that's been occurring uh how about no bp take the day off that may have happened also these are sort of conventional uh just ideas there um Let's see here. Okay, now go off the grid a little bit. Some stupid distraction. That could be like a magic show or a or a, a team <laughs> shower, a team uniform shower, where you just jump in the shower with your uniforms on. How about it? Uh, someone get a live DJ in the clubhouse. Okay. You know what I mean? It's it's all of these things. Uh, um, a petting zoo, a portable <laughs> petting zoo. I think that was tried once. Um, all of these things have been tried. So it's not it's not necessarily out of the realm. I don't think it's Craig Council's style necessarily to go goofy, but maybe it's a maybe it's a player that that heads up that campaign. 
And speaking of which, how about a, uh, uh, a speech or a conversation or a meeting that would be maybe from Christian Yelich addresses just the offense, no coaches? Or how about this? A Ryan Braun, as our last caller indicated. Ryan Braun addresses the offense. Hey, just checking in, see how things are going. I figured I'd, you know, grab a few days down in Miami. Or I'll I'll meet you in Milwaukee. I'm gonna while I'm here, I might as well do an autograph signing somewhere, sign a hundred items for, for a couple extra bucks and do a private signing or something. And then just check in on the guys and say, hey, guys, loosen up a little bit. I mean, that's I, hmm? stranger things have happened. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Pipe bomb. You got an idea? Uh, yeah, yes, I do, and it does not include bringing out the uh, the elderly in uh, Ryan Braun and Albert Pujols. You got to figure out a way to get the Cubs to start their fire sale. And I, you know, I don't think that the Brewers have enough to get give up to get any of uh, any of the big names. The Brian Reynolds. Or, You're right, but the cost would be a little bit lower. They are Reynolds. Yes. Yes, they are. And, uh, you know, obviously it'll be tough to pry somebody out of the division like that. But you know the Cubs are going to do the fire sale sometime this season. You got to sit there and try to, you know, get them on a horn and try to make it sooner rather than later. Okay, there's an idea right there. Baez, Rizzo, and, and Bryant, which one would fit in the best? Well, you know, it, it'd be tough because, you know, with Rizzo, you'd run into the same problem with uh, with Pujols where, you know, that kills Keston. Uh, so, you know, you got to sit there and, and go after KB. Probably, yeah. He can play some outfield, corner outfield, obviously third base. And but he's Baez, swinging this though, year. Baez, though, I will say this, Pipe Bomb, he would bump Luis Urias back to that sort of uh, short, uh, second, third kind of kind of platoon guy, not a, not even a platoon, a, a utility man almost. Which I really, I'm starting to dig um, Luis Urias as of late. I just love his approach at the plate, his defense. Uh, that's going to take a little time. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's go to Susan. You're next on the fan. What's going on? Hi. Uh, when we were playing well, I thought we were doing more of what you call, I guess, the little game where they go to the uh, base, get somebody on first, and then move, move like you said, move the base, move yep. around the bases. Yep. And uh, since we've been doing horribly, it's been it's that they've been going after the hits. And the plate discipline has been, I guess you call it plate discipline, where they strike it. I mean, they hit it, everything. I mean, the first one, the second one. They don't even wait. Can't they even wait for a different pitch? I was wondering how long it would take someone to just offer up small ball. and But that's just not Craig Council's style. He, he, well, tell I, him. That's <laughs> yes. what we were doing before. Yes. Call him up. You, yep. you know those guys. Come on, Timmy. Somebody's got to do it. I know that, and just tell them once in a while, just play for a couple of runs here. Stop waiting for the grand slam. Yes, Susan. They thank do you. It well, yes. All did. right. Thank, thank you for the call. I pr- I appreciate that. But but yeah, small ball is uh, is on the list here. But I don't think that that is going to be a pattern with Craig Council for sure. 
he might, he might, in in a given situation soon, because he's going to be at a loss very soon. He will be at a loss. You can only show confidence for so so long. If he didn't do it two nights ago, Timmy, he's not doing it. Well, I mean, if this thing snowballs to another three weeks of this, now you're looking at two thirds of the season where, you know, offensively you are just not good. I mean, even Craig Council would probably have to start looking at given situations, but he's not going to uh, reinvent himself uh, for sure. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Matt, uh, you're next on the fan. What's going on, Matt? What would you do? Well, I love her call. That was awesome. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, get God on the red her. phone, Timmy. Straight God to Craig. bless her. She's awesome. Uh, uh, maybe Gorman Thomas, Robin Yelp. Yeah, if we're talking like uh, whatever you like to call in, I yeah. Call yeah. So a guest speaker in that clubhouse to address the offense. Thomas Yount, and uh, I don't know, pull up a uh, Bryce Turing and have him play outfield. I don't know. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. But, uh, okay. I I figured yeah. we'd get one of those answers of bringing up someone way before it's time. Yeah. All right, uh, thank Thomas, you. Thomas down, and then maybe pull up Bryce Turing. See what he can gotcha. do. Gotcha. There's some ideas pull right there. The thank, thank you, Matt. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Hey, you can bring back Ernan Perez. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, the dance party, a magician. Uh, <laughs> changes in the lineup. I, I don't know what else you can change. I mean, uh, I think it's been. Uh, not uh, a crazy idea to go with uh, uh, an order out of a hat. It's been done before. I mean that it's kind of schmaltzy though. I, I don't. I don't think I'd do that. Uh, team meeting. Haynes goes crazy. The hitting coach Andy Haynes, and he just goes goes nuts. I think and he's just, trying to keep a low profile now. Yeah, he might not want the attention now. Uh, let's see here. Council goes crazy. Yelly addresses the team. Brawny addresses the team. Bring Keston back. That's toward the top of my list. You need him, and you need to gamble on him again. You're at that point where you got to you know, sort of a, a few weeks before you have have to sort of identify yourself as an offense or it's, it, it's identified for you. So if you've got that few weeks buffer, okay, how much time does Keston want or need? How much time do they want him to be down at AAA? Because they've got a plan. They've got a parameter. There's no question in my mind. It's not based on the production or lack thereof down at AAA. It's a time frame. Forget about that. You might have to roll the dice here in the next couple of weeks and bring him right back up, regardless of what he's doing down there. Uh, let's see. And, and you know, there's, there's one that you just have no control over, and that is get healthy. And that, that to me, is, is probably the one that is uh, – uh, impacted this more than 
just people getting off to a slow start. Just way more than that. 799-1250. Speaking of which, did you hear about the Biloxi Shuckers, Bryce Terang? You you brought up Bryce Terang, Matt. Uh, He had the only base hit in a uh, 13-run inning the other night. Did you hear me? He had the only base hit in a 13-run inning the other night for Biloxi. Does that make sense, Pipe Bob? No, not really. I'm sorry. They scored 12. Was that a, they, wa- a walk fest? 13 walks in one <laughs> inning. <laughs> nice. That's in, like if I was out there. <laughs> could you You guys know, longtime listeners, and certainly, Jeff, you know, how I feel about pitchers being paid to play professionally that can't throw strikes. Mm. What would if I were involved in that game somehow as a broadcaster? Could you see me losing my mind on that one? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I lose my mind if a reliever comes in and walks the first batter he faces. If you exactly. have 12 or 13 walks in an inning, oh, come on. 13 walks in one <laughs> inning. I mean, I've never heard of that before. That's, that's crazy. That's great baseball right there. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. I think they were the Birmingham Barons is who they were playing against. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Hear from Craig Council, see what he has to say. Uh, offense needs to improve, that's for sure. Uh, we'll hear from the uh, Brewer skipper up next. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway Union Grove. Losing streak at six. We're here on a Friday night talking Brewers baseball with you here on The Fan. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. 6-1 the final, trying to figure out this offense. Just some uh, crazy ideas and some legitimate ideas. That's all. They they uh, lose their sixth in a row, and I think we can all agree that it is an offensive issue. Oh, it's offensive. But it's uh, the offense that is doing this. Uh, the pitching, we knew would have a few bumps in the road here and there. This is going to happen. You had a bullpen game today. Three of those these six losses, and we need to keep this into perspective also. Three of these six losses had Eric Lauer, Bettinger, and Brent Suter start on a bullpen game. I'm just saying. I mean. They're still wearing a uniform, Timmy. They they are, and um, you know it's crazy how how a game can be uh, manipulated a little bit by playing from ahead or getting out to the lead, or you know certain things happen early in the game. That go, goes back to my tone setting. All right, way before Craig Council, let's get some more reactions, some more ideas. Uh, let's go to Mags. Uh, Mags, you're you're on the fan. What's going on? So we got to get rid of the uh, hitting coach. If we're not hitting. That could be an option. You sure five weeks is good enough for that? Five weeks in a season? Yeah. So I think it's time for uh, Andy Ains to go. Okay. I figured we would get that as one of them. And, again, I mean, hitting coaches have been let go at about this point in the season. 
th- thanks for the call, Mags. It's it's not uncommon. It's not common, but it's not uncommon. Uh, New York Mets just did that. So I, you know, I I personally would say it's too early. There's five weeks of baseball here, and to, to to make that move, I think is just a just a tick too early. Well, quite a bit early, honestly. I mean, fast forward to late July, and you have an offensive issue. Well, you probably have to start thinking about it. At least seven nine nine twelve fifty to uh, my buddy CB. CB, what's up, bud? I don't know, man. How You're you not going to tell me they're done, right? Huh? You're not going to tell me that they're done, are you? No, I wouldn't say they're done, but it doesn't look good right now. <laughs> um, I would shake things up, though. Craig Council will be gone. Oh. It's time for some new blood. It's time for some new speeches and some new talking and things like that. I think he's just not really doing it for him anymore. It's just, just kind of probably falling on deaf ear. Far, well, far well let me ask you this. Did you think this did you think the same thing CB 6 days ago when they were 17 and 10? Yeah, I did. I just said okay. it's just not going to last long. It's going to fold up. It just seemed like when they start off good, they I mean they good and after that they just just go awry and he can't figure it out. He can't fix it. He can't do nothing. So yeah, maybe it's time, man. This is kind of time to move on. All right, all right, I got you, CB. Thanks for the call. Always, a, always a pleasure hearing from my man. I I do have an issue with with this this record right now, and, and we all should, <laughs> honestly. Uh, normally, to 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 go minus six, um, if you're just playing okay baseball, it's going to take you a while to go from seven over to potentially 500 tomorrow. It takes you a while. They have an opportunity to do it in less than a week. That's the one part that's efficient about this team besides the pitching. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I look at the 17 and 16 thing and I am just blown away by this. It's it, it all just snowballed quick. And that's what can happen with, with a baseball season. In, in the blink of an eye, it can change a little bit. But then again, you, you have to say, hey, it still is only May 7th here. And then, you know, two, two minutes later or two hours later or two days later, you're like, man, this thing is snowballing. This is crazy bad. And then uh, the next day you'll say, that is only May 10th. They're going to have... I think you're going to have to crawl before you walk and reset right now or else this thing will snowball on you and it will get quicker. There's got to be some sort of reset, something. They're not going to lose every night, guys. But will there be some major damage done by the time they break the losing streak? That's the great thing about baseball. You can snap this thing tomorrow. But how long does it go? I was looking, uh, you know, 2000, what was it, 2004, a couple of years before I started this show. I remember losing my mind when they lost 12 straight. Uh, Prior to that, they had a 10-game winning streak in which Jeff Jenkins, 
hit 474 in a 10-game clip, knocked in 18 runs in a 10-game clip. Someone take here's another idea. Somebody take over and just go ballistic on that baseball field and carry this team. But is it going to be a Jackie Bradley Jr.? Is it going to be a Luke Maley? Who's is it got, even going to be a Daniel Vogelback? Who's got that kind of cachet in the locker room? You got Lorenzo Kane, who, you know, great player, struggling, but great player, uh, quiet as can be. You got Yelich, who's out. You know, who's going to do it? You think Pablo Reyes, you know, if he goes crazy in the clubhouse, anybody's going to pay any attention? No, I'm saying go crazy with the bat and carry a team. And and Avi Garcia is probably the closest to that. Just getting on a tear here. And that is so contagious to an offense. That probably is the biggest factor here. Is that nobody really is, he, you know, knocked in three. And then the next day hits a grand slam. Two days later, he goes four for five and knocks in three more. You know, gets on a torrid pace here. We're not even seeing that selectively with one of these guys. Okay, Avi was on a well, is, in theory, is on a little bit of a run. But is it that sort of Jeff Jenkins run, knocking in 18 in 10 games? Is it a Ryan Braun hot streak? Is it a Yelly? I mean, it can happen to any player, but still, that's one thing that's missing also. And that would be one solution and remedy, but you just you're just not getting it there. Let's just get in one more before we get to uh, Craig Council, and we'll go to Brian. Brian, you're next on the fan. Hey Tim, uh, a couple of things I want to say tonight here. First off, Craig Council is not going to get fired. Okay, Craig no. Council is not going to get fired. A week ago, a week ago, we were talking about how how much depth we had. And how everything was going hunky dory, where depth, and obviously the depth isn't isn't producing right now. And ultimately, you know, I think there's a couple things I like to see changed. Number one, we need to go and get ourselves a third baseman. I'm sorry, I love Travis Shaw, and Travis Shaw can play a little first base. Go call Cleveland and get Jose Ramirez here and give him give him some players. We got the players to give him to him. We really do. We have a Tyrone Taylor. We have a we have an Ethan Small. We have players to give for our third baseman. Why don't we just go to get a guy? We need some more offense. We know that. They do have prospect capital now for the first time in in quite a few years here. They, you're right. They they do have some some value there. Jose Ramirez is, is, a, is a prime guy. That you have controllable. They're going to want prospects. Cleveland isn't going to win anything this year, and they know it. Go give them. Give them three or four prospects. Give them what they want for Cozy Ramirez. Get yourselves a corner infielder. And then, obviously, you know, losing Burns. I know we're not talking, get to talk about the pitching, but I mean, we need Burns back. And then you, you hit it, you hit it, Tim, you hit before. You said our six losses. Who pitched in those six losses? Mm-hmm. Our bullpen has never even pitched because we weren't in the game. You well, know? and that's why I, playing from the lead. Is, is pretty paramount right now. Offense, you're going to have to muster. Whatever you muster up, you get in the lead. These days, 
most of these six games here, th- hey, Brian, thanks for the call, and I'll put that on the list, make a trade. I was surprised by that. I you know, didn't have that on my list here as I com- compiled it. Most of these six games here, they're not in a position to use a strength that they have. And the strength is shortening the, ga- the game to get to the bullpen, which has been magnificent. Really, it's settled in. I'm way impressed with the bullpen. You can't, you can't help but be impressed with this bullpen. But you can't get there. The, the offense needs to just sort of play, really, in the, in the grand scheme of things, play a half a game. Win a half a game. Win a game through five or six. And this losing streak is not at six. Guaranteed this losing streak is not at six games right now had they had the lead in two of these six games into the sixth inning. They're struggling for offense. It's not the last time we're going to have a team struggle with, with offense. I recall some some years, not that long ago, but a few years ago, the offense went into a scoreless streak of 32 innings. I mean, that's 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 worse than what they're doing now. All right, you want to get in one more? Yeah, uh, let's, let's yeah. do that. Let's go to Joe in Pewaukee. Joe, what's up? Hi, Tim. I would suggest that the Brewers try some of the old-time managers' ways to get a team out of a slump. You uh, you shorten your batting stroke. You widen your stance. You choke up on the bat. You switch to a lighter bat. You switch to a bat with a thicker handle, which brings the center of gravity closer to your hands and mm-hmm. gives you more control over the bat. Uh, you know, the real old-time method, I don't know if anybody does this anymore, is you have everybody play rapid-fire pepper. Every day, play pepper. Just to mm-hmm. get your hand and your... You know, eye control going together. Oh, that's some old school stuff old school right there. Stuff. It's fundamentals, though. Yeah, Another and I would add this. Go to, go to a set lineup. Let the same team play every day. And just Joe, I, I, I would also add this to, to your old school. Hate the strikeout. I, I say that again? I couldn't hear you. Hate the strikeout. Yeah, hate again. the strikeout. Another technique was to uh, you know move up in the batter's box, get closer to the pitcher, take away the breaking ball a little bit. I mean, some players do. Nobody talks about this stuff anymore. Yeah. Some. Yep. No, you're right, Joe. You're you're right on the money. All right. Thanks. Thanks for the call. That's that's how the game has changed. Yeah. Some players do choke up a little bit, mainly on two strikes, but nonetheless they do it. I I was on the 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 kick the other day. None of these days are just flying by so quick. Go back to hating the strikeout. Just hate it. Despise it. It's, it's, it's just the, the, the single most unproductive thing you can do in the game of baseball offensively, yet we don't dislike it. It's part of the game, they say. New era of baseball, they tell us. Why? 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 So we need to conform, conform to that just because uh, we're, we're, we're looking in labs and we're looking at launch angle and exit velo because the pitchers are throwing harder should be more of a reason why Joe is right on to something, show, shorten up and get the ball in play. It's crazy. 
It's crazy, crazy, crazy how that works. Um, you've seen it with uh, with the Brewers' six game losing streak here. The other team seems to be getting a ball in play, and they're just flares. Texas leaguers. They just they take a funky hop. Took a funky hop on Luis Urias today. Took a bad hop three games ago against Travis Shaw. Why? Well, we know why. Because they weren't walking back to the dugout smiling away at, that's just part of the game. It's a strikeout. Change that. Change that MO. It's it's just, to me, it's so simple. The game hasn't changed that much, has it? Because if it has, then I missed it. These strikeouts, they're starting to get to me as 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 much as walks <laughs> on the mound. Walks, eh, you know, once in a while you're gonna, you know, lose control a little bit. Not to the point where Birmingham did the other night against Biloxi, but you know, dislike disliking a strikeout, it's almost like what do you mean? That's part of the game. Oh yeah, you're right, it's part of the game. Check. Salute, move on. Brewers strike out 11 times again. No, it doesn't have to be. Just saying. It just, it just go against the grain on that. All right, uh, 799-1250 if you want to jump in here. We got to get moving here. Uh, let's get to Craig Council and see if he brings up a uh, bad roll here. They've lost six straight, and here's the Brewers manager. Craig, what's, uh, what's the early word on Suter? Sometimes we see those cramps turn into something more serious. Uh, nothing. No, he just, he was cramping. Um, that's it. Nothing more. Was that going to be his final inning anyway? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Todd's having trouble, but uh, Craig, do you think that playing from behind has impacted uh some of the offensive numbers we're seeing. Do you think your hitters are impacted by this when they're always playing from behind early? Um, I, I'm not, I'm not sure about that. It's it's hard to say. It's it's not the obviously ideal way to play. It's not the ideal way to get kind of your pitching lined up. Um, it's a way for them to get their pitching lined up. So, so it's it's certainly more challenging. Um, and, and, you know, in the end, we, it's, it's a nine-inning game, and we gotta we got to score more than they do. And, um, you know, I mean, I think you're giving up – you know, grand slams are going to – it's tough to win a game where you give up grand slams. Um, so we've – you know, we dug ourselves a hole early. Um, you know, we run, run up against a good pitcher, and the couple chances we had, we didn't capitalize. You know, the Tyrone balls, you know, the game that changes the game completely. It's, it's like a hair foul. Um, that that – makes it a different game. So we didn't catch a break there. And, you know, and then we didn't have, we didn't do much after that. Craig, the, the grand slams thing is kind of uncanny here lately. Is it just one of those things where, you know, you know, kind of a bad, bad thing happens, the ball starts rolling and it just, you know, over the course of time, it continues. It's, it's just kind of a weird stretch here. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't have an explanation for it. They, they you know, we're, we're loading the bases. That's not good. And, and we're not, unfortunately, making pitches when we get the bases loaded. If there was, Craig, I mean, uh, just considering how the debut went for Alec, was it good to see him just get out there for three innings and have a little bit more success? And and also just what three innings meant to you, considering Suter leaving early. Yeah, I mean, no, I think, I mean, probably more so just 
having some success out there, I think is important for Alec. Um, you know, the first start obviously did not go well. Um, it would it, be tough for him to, you know, this is a positive note. He pitched well today. He got outs today, um, did his job today. So he can feel good about it. So um, from that perspective, um, no, it's important, was very important for him. Same thing for Jordan too, I would assume. Kind of same idea. Well, I mean, you know, Jordan knows what he's doing. He's 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 been around, so I don't, I don't think he needed that reinforcement necessarily. He knows what he's doing. Craig, we're obviously not there to see out into the pen, but Weigel was ready, right? Had he been up for a while? He, that wasn't like he didn't come yeah, in cold. He was, he was no, we had got him ready for that inning anyway. Yeah, he was. We had got him ready when the leadoff hitter got on. So. Um, you know, that was not the time we were going to use him, but but he was he had a possibility to figure in that inning. Craig, you guys just started the season in a very positive way, and this is obviously the first big dose of adversity. Um, just what do, what do you think about the way your guys are handling it so far and what it's going to take to get out of it? Well, this is a season. I mean, this is a 162-game season where – you're going to have times that um, that you're going to have tough times. You're going to run into tough stretches. You're going to run into a team that teams that play really well and and where you don't do enough. Um, we're, we're you're going to run into times when you're a little shorthanded, and and we're in one of those stretches. Um, and, and you know, fortunately, we played really good at the at the, at the first 27 games, or whatever, to get to us get us to a good point. We're in a tough stretch right now. Um, and we'll come out of it. Um, you know, good baseball is the way you come out of it. Um, and, and that will that will come. Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. You know, there's Craig Council, and he's he's right in that uh, the Brewers are fortunate that they did get off to the 17 and 10 start. That's that certainly provides the cushion. And I, um, I, I I think when you bottom out and you're you're playing bad baseball and you're around that 500 mark, that's not such a horrible spot to be in because you would assume there'll be a few hot streaks here and there that kind of vaults you back up to four, five, six games over. So he's, he's right there. It also sounded to me like, you know, it, it's just we just got to play better baseball. And I guess technically that's right. It is. But it also may lead some indicators that he's not going to change anything. He's just going to play this out, and they need to play better, and that's that, and off we go. Well, everybody – you, me, your boss, Craig Council, everybody has a breaking point. I promise you that. I don't know what the timeline is for a Craig Council snap, but he's got one. And uh, in just looking back over some notes, um, I guess I probably shouldn't bring this up, but we're since since we're on Craig Council. I, I like him, and you guys know that. That doesn't mean I agree with everything he does or says. But there is, now that I look back on it, 
he should have been thrown out on the Zach Godley obstruction, impedance, whatever farce of a call that was that day. Craig, you should have been thrown out on the spot. Unacceptable. Just saying. Pipe Bomb, you remember that play, right? Absolutely. And, you know, yes, but when it gets to the point where you have to have your manager throw a tantrum uh, to get thrown out on purpose just to try to prove a point, you're in sorry shape. Yeah, Lou Pinella made a living out of it. Well, Sparky yeah. Anderson, Earl Weaver, Joe Madden, all these guys, they do it for a reason. That probably was a good reason. But at that time, now just one little pass on, on council, they were a better baseball team then. Well, and even with the with the way the last three games have gone, uh, which the strike zone has been just absolutely atrocious, <laughs> you know, get thrown out on a balls and strike call and go out there and you know, put your chin diaper up and, and scream and yell and make a big show out of it. That might but, be Haynes, yeah. You know, yeah. do something because the strike zone has been horrible, horrible the last handful of games here. Uh, uh, I, just, I think, I think uh, any games we're watching, I don't, I don't know what memo the umpires got from uh, Manfred, but they, they if, if, if indeed that happened, the strike zone... You don't get it. You don't get a low strike anymore. You don't get the knee. You just don't on on average. You're not getting the low call. You're getting the high stuff. Yeah, but even with that, Travis Shaw should have struck out in the ninth on a on a pitch right down the middle that was in the zone and up, yep. and they called that a ball. So you know it it obviously goes both ways, and it's not just the Brewers getting squeezed on balls and strikes nope. here. But you know the umpires. The umpiring's been awful the last handful of games. Yeah, and and I would also say just to defend the offense just a little bit. This is sort of a league-wide thing, guys. The the offense, as we've been discussing here the last week or two. Uh, I don't know where the hitting went. I don't know what what happened here. But this is a league-wide thing. What changed? I'm not quite sure. I can get a grasp on that. Puzzling. It really is in, in all of baseball. Speaking of which, another no-hitter tonight. Yep. Wade Miley does it. Yeah. Wade Miley, the former Brewer left-hander, throws the fourth no-hitter of the season, throw in uh, Baumgartner's uh, no-hitter. That's five no because I still consider that a no-hitter. I do, too. Uh, I, I mean, you just, you just have to. Manfred, I don't know what. Give the dude his no-hitter. The rules are seven-inning game for a That's... double-header. He throws a no-hitter. Those are the rules. You set it up at seven innings. <laughs> you know. can't sit there and take it away. Oh, there you go. Thinking common sense there, Pipe Bob. Well, I know with Manfred, man, I, you I want to talk that. awful. Play of the game with ABC audio video. Well, when you get beat six to one, you have to lean toward the one, and we'll do that. Pablo <laughs> Reyes with a bat in his hand. And Reyes hits a bullet into left center field, a base hit. Duvall will play it back to the infield. They're going to wave Reyes, and he will score. Throw gets away. Man, that is a risky send by Jason Lane. Yes, it was. But Reyes scores the run. The Brewers have one on the board in this fourth inning. A pretty good relay throw right there from Rojas. They nearly got him. There it was on Bally Sports, Wisconsin. Brian Anderson, Bill Schroeder on the call. There's the one. 
There it is. That a boy, Pablo Reyes, getting it done with a runner in scoring position. Yeah, well, you got to build something. You got to start building. I will take a break. Come back here from Lorenzo Kane. And uh, is he the leader in the clubhouse? Well, maybe there has been conversations. I don't know. We're not in there. We don't see the private time. But at some point, someone's probably going to say something along the lines. But still just five weeks of baseball. We'll discuss more after the break here. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. 6-1 final, losing streak at 6. We'll be right back. What happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. 6-1 final, Brewers fall, their sixth consecutive loss. And I was just thinking about this. You know what? Uh, since I'm a little uh, perturbed by this losing streak, I'm going to take tomorrow off. You I deserve think. a day off. That, that'll that snap this skid. So if you look back to Sunday, I had a service to go to on, uh, on Sunday last week. And that's when the uh, losing streak started. So I'm thinking if I take off tomorrow, that'll, be, that'll just bookend it. And and that'll be the ending of the losing streak. And what happens if it doesn't end tomorrow? Mm. Then they they got to go for the win on. I don't know what's going to happen. This, this, you know, when you when you think about the offense, to all the discussion we've had uh, on tonight's show, when you really look at the landscape of who Craig Council has to work with. There's probably not a ton he can do. So there are some subtleties that that he could do, and, and then they're all working hard. There's there's no question. I, I don't have any any doubt in that. But maybe a guy like Lorenzo Cain can step up and and you know, maybe give some advice, maybe have a chat. I heard um, Levering and uh, uh, Grindle the other day talking about Lorenzo Cain. And, and, man, I couldn't agree with those guys more. When they were talking about the presence of Lorenzo Cain, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, do a, a parallel here, and I might be the first on the planet to ever compare these two individuals, but I can only go by what I've experienced in, in, in my lifetime. There's a certain presence around certain people, and and I'm not going to call it the aura or anything like that. I'm just going to say a presence. There's just this presence around certain individuals. Uh, And Lorenzo Cain has that, and they they use the word presence as well. I couldn't agree more. The other guy that I met that had a presence like that, pipe bomb, that's going to kind of freak you out a little bit. Okay. Kenny Rogers. Really? Not the baseball player. Yeah. The singer. Okay. When when I interviewed him many years ago, um, there was just – you can't even explain it. But it's just something. Lorenzo Kane has that. I've been around him several times, many times. Interviewed him several times. There's just something about Low Kane that you can't put your finger on it, but you just, you just think it's so cool. 
it just is. There's just there's just this thing about him, and and I think he he does, and maybe could have an impact on on turning around a little offensive uh, skid that they're on. I say little in quotation marks. It's, it's been a week. Maybe we're not talking about the offense. If if they're winning a few games here, I I would be because it, a good record doesn't excuse a bad offense. Bad offense is a bad offense. But at the end of the day, it is about that win loss record, and now it's uh you know dipped to seventeen and sixteen, just one game over five hundred. And I didn't think that they would even be close to five hundred anytime soon as of last Saturday, at seventeen and ten after that victory. But uh, they're they're where they're at because of in large part the offense and you know bunch of injuries and yeah there he is yeah you ever Gambler. hear that you ever hear that song the the greatest oh yeah by Kenny Rogers Absol- beautiful song beautiful baseball song yep yep uh, those that want to just dial it up it's a it's a song a cute little song by Kenny Rogers. Done about, uh, I don't know, 20 years ago or so. Uh, about a little kid in his backyard, and he's throwing the ball up, and the ball goes up, and the ball goes down. I swing my bat all the way around, and that's strike one, and that's strike two. And then you're thinking the kid's going to come up with a big home run or something, and, and he swings and misses, and that's strike three. Uh, and then it was like, I didn't know I could pitch like that. So yep. <laughs> he was the he was the pitcher, but... You know, when I interviewed him, I got the same feeling that I do when I'm around uh, when I'm around Lorenzo Cain. It's just something about him, and I think he he can have a big impact and will have a big impact this season, the rest of the year. The other thing, just to think about, um, when, when I was thinking about this yesterday, the uh, NL Central. Think I know we're just uh, the first week of May here. But think about this, Jeff, you too, uh, with, with the Reds, with the Cardinals, with the Brewers, with the Cubs, this is going to be one hell of a dogfight in the Central. Yeah, of course. This is going to get fun as this season goes on. It, it, it may not be a team that runs away with this thing, you know, 14, 16, 17 games over 500. I don't know if that's going to be done in the Central here. So think about Think about the scoreboard watching as this uh, season just moves on. It, it It is going to be a lot of fun. So uh, they need to maintain. They need to turn things around. But let's go back inside that Brewers clubhouse. Uh, listen to uh, the aforementioned Lorenzo Cain. Lorenzo, how, how much does it impact an offense, do you think, when you're playing from behind so consistently over the course of a, a week? Uh, yeah, it's tough to play from behind. Um, you know, that's why we're trying our best to put up runs early for our pitching, pitching staff, because they've been doing a great job. Um, yeah, things just haven't been going our way. So all you do is keep grinding, you know, trying to put together good at bats and uh, hopefully things change. Lo, the, the pitching staff has just carried you so much over the, the first month. I mean, is it just a tough stretch for the offense and, you know, tough to get going when you are so shorthanded. Yeah, I mean, we don't blame us, us being shorthanded where we're not hitting, you know. Uh, we, we're, as a team, we're just not getting it done. You know, um, like I say, I, I, I had a rough night tonight myself, so um, I need to step up and play better. And, um, you know, for us to be a good offense, I need to step up, play better, get on base for these guys behind me, and, um, and hopefully we can get rolling. 
Lowell, what's the, uh, what's the, the feeling like in the clubhouse? I mean, it's early in the season, still a long way to go. I know you guys aren't panicking, but you know, is it kind of one of those things where, you know, there's, there's a sense of urgency that you got to get going a little bit here and, and rebound. Yeah. It's always a sense of urgency. Um, you know, no matter what part of the year we're in, early, middle, late, um, it's about going out there being consistent, um, winning ball games consistently. Because if we don't, you know, um, we're not going to be in it when it's when it's time when the playoff time rolls around. So, uh, you know, it's still early, and we still got a chance to bounce back and turn things around. So, um, it's, it's it's a wait and see type process right now. Lorenzo, is that kind of heightened because of you know the injuries with uh, whether it's Christian or even Omar and even not being without Kesson Hero for that matter and having him go down. Um, is that, is that heightened things as far as the sense of urgency goes or what does it kind of have to take to kind of take, uh, turn things around here? Gotta play day by day, you know, um, this is a game that's, you know, always changing. Um, you know, you're facing different pitches, you know, you got different umpires, you got a, you know, different situation, you know, new stadium, every, everything changes. So you just gotta go out there and try to be consistent no matter what the situation is. And, um, we haven't been doing that. And, um, you know, start with myself. I got to go out there and play better. Um, hope I can show up tomorrow and get on base um, a bunch tomorrow. But, uh, you know, if, 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 it, if we don't swing things in our, in our favor tomorrow, we got to find a way to bounce back the day after tomorrow. So uh, at the end of the day, we got to find a way to get it done. Lola, how you are been? you feeling physically this week? I'm good. My love. <laughs> Sophia beat me to the punch. I was just going to say, is the leg feeling better? Like, are you feel okay there? I'm good. Yep. Renzo, what can you tell us about facing Rodgers? He's been one of the toughest pitchers in the league this year. Yeah, he's tough. Um, you know, has a really good change up. Um, like I say, um, he threw it to me a bunch of nights. So it was tough. It was tough. Um, I know I got three, two, a bunch against him. Um, you know, definitely wasn't sure what was coming. Um, a few at bats, you know, he got me swinging, had to change up uh, the first at bat. And then uh, second at bat, um, I took the heater, you know, at the bottom of the zone at 97. So, uh, yeah, if he can throw a, a heater at 97 at the bottom zone and play that change up off of that, uh, the guy's going to be, you know, in this league for a long time, dominating this league for a long time for sure. But uh, he's, he's a great pitcher. Well, how much does this team just need like a moment, right? Like a guy to deliver a big hit or a, a big inning or, you know, putting pressure on a starter. Like how much are you guys just needing a, a, a moment like that? We need a few moments the way it's going right now. Um, we, need a, we need a lot of good things to happen right now. So, uh, you know, um, I mean, what else can I say? We're just not getting it done. Um, you say that, that start with me. I got to play better. So, you know, I can only uh, talk about myself. Um, but yeah, we, we need a lot of things to, to go in our favor, a lot of things to go right, because um, what we're doing right now is not going to cut it. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's not cutting it right now. Lorenzo Kane there after the Brewers 6-1 loss. Game one of a three-game set can still take the series. The main thing is you got to put yourself in a position to win a baseball game and you know, maybe early scoring, it would take a crooked number early, and I think uh, you have a little bit different outlook uh, within the game, within the organization even maybe, by just a single win. Uh, and that's a big game tomorrow, just to get the series, you know, forget about, you know, five games ago. Get this series back to even and see what happens on Sunday. I mean, that's That's probably the way uh, to look at it here. But they fall their sixth consecutive 
Got to turn things around. We'll take a break. Wrap things up next here. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway. What's on tap for the crew? What pitcher starts the next one? It's time for some forward thinking on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove on the fan. Oh, boy, there'll be better days, that's for sure. And hopefully it is tomorrow night. Adrian Hauser takes to the hill for the crew, a two and three mark, three and a half ERA. That's good enough to get some victories here. Brewers offense, uh, just the simple law of averages say that they're going to have a good game soon. Now, I can't guarantee, and none of us can guarantee that's tomorrow, to be determined to start for the Miami Marlins. Uh, after the last pitch, you make the switch right here. Pella windows and doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. It'll be Dan Plucker filling in. And, and like I said, I, I'm off tomorrow um, bookending this losing streak. So I took off at the start. I'll take off tomorrow and it will end. Is there a guaranteed victory in you tomorrow, Jeff? No. No. Yeah, no. no, I don't. You got to score more than one run a game or zero runs a game uh, to to get a victory, and uh, this Brewers offense hasn't shown that they can do that lately. No, and I I will say this: someone will come up with a big hit with runners aboard. Will it be big enough to win the game? Um, that's my prediction. Someone's going to have like a bases clearing double, maybe a three run homer, two run shot mid to late game, something like that is going to happen tomorrow. I'm feeling it. A three-run homer, you think they're going to get two guys on base at the same time in the same inning? Well, they get the traffic. And see, that's the crazy part of this offense. They've been getting, you know, the opportunities. It's it's runners in scoring position. It's 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 always happening late where it's such a pressure-packed um, sort of situation. The pressure just mounts two on, one out. You're down one or two or whatever. You just, you just come up a little short. And by the way, Simber. Throw the baseball. Oh, God. Oh, that was brutal. Yeah, so slow. So <laughs> slow. Where's that pitch clock? Manfred, you ought to take a look at that arm that pitched the ninth inning tonight because you want to you want to have a quicker game? Take a look at that guy. All right, uh, for Jeff Orlowski, my name is Tim Allen. Yeah, despite the outcome, there'll be better days. We'll talk to you soon. Don't forget tomorrow, Dan Plucker in. That will snap the skid. We hope. Cross fingers. And remember... Smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back.